Your life experience, good or bad, is a gift when you share it with others. At Taxi Chronicles, we allow real riders with real stories to share their gift. So hopefully this episode will intrigue, enhance or inspire you. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode, another rider. Today we have the lovely lady, Sally, and she's going to teach us about behavioural science and what it involves and what it's really about. So anybody out there who's thinking of changing career or they're a student, listen deep and learn something. So nice to have you here today, Sally. Thank you. So tell us, first of all, what kind of person were you when you were in school? Um, I think that I was quite a good student, um, but like not the best. I tried hard at, you know, the subjects that I was interested in, but I also failed quite miserably at those that I wasn't. So, you know, a pretty balanced teenager. Were were you an introvert, extrovert? More of an introvert. Mm -hmm. Definitely like to study people from afar. (laughs) Okay, that's interesting. You you saw something that you liked doing from early days, that's good. Were you into sports? Uh, Yeah, look, I love, like, watching sports. I wasn't very good at sports. I enjoyed playing them, but, like, I was never competitive. Okay, what's your favourite sport? Hockey. Okay, that's nice. Um, So how did you get into the industry of behavioural science? Okay, so... I went to university in the States and I actually made a choice to go to the States. I wanted to experience um, like school over there in general and I decided that I would try um, studying behavioral science and I didn't actually know that much um, about the subject before I embarked on it but it's like, as I was speaking to you earlier, (laughs) it's extremely complex quite vast and there are so many different elements to it so yeah like shoot away i mean there are so many different different career paths that you can take from studying it what are the some of these elements these paths okay well i mean it's basically the study of like the human behavior um whether that's in uh business or whether that's in, you know, a creative space, um, you know, that we did like a course, not a course, sorry, um, you know, we did like two months work of work on um, imagining and um, sort of studying these creative people and like why they are the way they are, like why are creatives, you know, naturally more introverted, why are they... Um, you know, why do they have these gifts and, you know, how come they can't seem to shake them, etc. And then we also, you know, worked with criminals and things like that. It's it's very, very vast. Is this like anthropology? Yeah, very similar. Okay. Just just for those who don't know what anthropology is, it's where you go to, um, you study people and they're... Yeah, 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 exactly. I was watching a documentary. Different cultures. And they go to the Amazon yeah, because yeah. it, it, it also changes from culture to culture. Like, we're in the UK right now. Um, it might not be the same as what I studied in the US, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. What would you say you've found that you wish you... What, sorry, would you say you've learned in this industry that you wish you knew when you started? Oh, that's such an interesting question. Um, 
I think take everybody's word, but study it. Don't just, you know, always believe. I don't think it helps when you... It, yeah, this is the point. When we've been working with uh, people that are troubled, you know, you can't make them feel uncomfortable by making them feel like a liar. So it's important to make them understand that you believe what they're saying and you believe that they think that whatever they're saying is correct. But then it's up to you to go take it away and think about you know whether it's true or not okay because i always use a term called show and tell mm -hmm. you can tell me anything but it's what you show me i really take exactly it. it's very similar mm -hmm. so with all this information you gather from people are you trying to i wouldn't suppose the word manipulate wouldn't be probably be appropriate but um what are you doing with that information are you just sending it to their bosses or well, we come up with like reports. It really depends on the assignment. Um, it depends, you know, there's also, ugh, it, it's, it, again, as I said, it's vast. In terms of like business, bin, businesses, uh, yeah, we are sending it to their bosses because the bosses are the ones that are coming through and saying, are my employees okay? You know, are they, are they mentally okay? Um, you know, are they going to burn out or are they not, you know, are they not cut out for this type of work? Mm -hmm. um, when you're working with, you know, people in prisons and things like that, you have to be a little bit more careful because it's a bit more complex. So it really just depends on the on the situation. Mm -hmm. But as the people in prison, you're determining whether they stay there longer or whether they go somewhere else. What's yeah. the difference between your profession and a psychiatrist? Psychiatrists will deal more with they 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 have more of a skill in dealing with past traumas, whereas we are not interested in past traumas. We just want to know why. Okay. Why did this happen yesterday, and why did this happen right now? Okay. So, for instance, a soldier or a special forces guy who's working with, let's say, see, yeah. So I've never worked with anybody in the in any of the special forces or an army or anything like that so i don't know okay but I was use an example, yeah but okay sorry but i was just thinking <laughs> of where you where sometimes they flip out then you would be brought in just to say to have a conversation with them i actually think that's when a an like a psychoanalyst would come in oh psych yeah there's a lot of different things in it there so is psychist psycho psychiatrist therapist psychoanalysts i mean they're all you know everybody sort of comes from the same boat but mm. different strengths different ways of uh, mm -hmm. approaching mm -hmm. okay so you've got the why how and what yeah i suppose what made you that's, yeah that's quite deep what did you ever consider going down a different route uh yeah i guess so because well I never really considered <laughs> that many routes because I just I was just desperate to go to school and figure it out but then I I ended up enjoying the subject so mm -hmm. I did end up in this field mm -hmm. but yeah I don't think I really had any other passions before that I always wanted to do something to do with you know humans and mm -hmm. working with people mm -hmm. but I didn't think it would be at this level yeah do you find that 
it's hard to switch off. Uh, that when you look at meeting people socially or no, not not now. In the beginning, when you begin studying it, it was a little bit difficult, but not not anymore because you can't live like that. You just have to, you know, be a normal person. Mm-hmm. And also, you have you can't take everything so seriously. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just me as well, but I don't know many people that would take it so seriously. You probably hear quite a few traumatizing stories um, and stuff. I, correct me if I'm wrong here. Do you? I know some psychiatrists need a psychiatrist to talk to after they've spoken to. Yes, that's a true. Is that it is the same true. thing with yourselves. It's not the same thing with us, but I have spoken to um, therapists in the past before I, um, like when I was studying, actually, mm-hmm. just because I thought it would be healthy. But uh, yeah, I it's not mandatory, but it is recommended. I noticed you said therapist. What's the role of a therapist? Just basically a professional for you to speak to about whatever you're going on, whatever is going on in your life. Something different from a psychiatrist. Yeah, a psychiatrist is if you have something quite serious, like you know, terrible anxiety, chronic depression, things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I understand children see um, therapists as well. Yeah, and that might be because their parents are getting divorced or they're Mm. having trouble at school or whatever, but they don't physically or mentally have something wrong with them. They might not have um, something as severe as, like, if you had, say, for example, an eating disorder, you Mm. don't really need to go to a therapist. You would need something a bit more serious. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's That's interesting. Can, um... Can you transition onto psychiatrists or that other profession? Because it sounds like there's a crossover. I think anyway. you could, but I don't think you could do it without doing a sort of uh, conversion like course. Another degree, master. Yeah, something you would have to. I don't think you could just, you know, change your profession that quickly. What motivates you? I honestly just finding out why people do what they do. Do you find that those skill, that tools that you have developed, have helped you greatly in life? I do. And if so, how? Um, I just think having a good understanding about how different people react to things, how um, somebody's upbringing can affect them, it just makes you a bit more understanding mm-hmm. and less, I don't know, sort of proud. You know, mm. everybody everybody makes mistakes, and mm. you know, understanding why is a mm-hmm. pretty powerful tool. I I was having a debate with somebody. Well, not a debate, just a conversation. And at times, I can have a real temper. Mm. It can really fly for hand. I always try and keep it controlled. But then it occurred to me one time that the smaller your vocabulary, mm. the more likely you are to get angry. I want to use violence mm. because you're trying to express yourself and you may if you are debating or arguing with an educated person you can't you can't match it you can't articulate what yeah. you're trying to say as well and even if you know you're in the right on this one yeah but you because you can't say it you think oh it's just easier to bash him yeah those are the kind of things that you would analyze you'd understand. it is and it is something that is very common as in it, it, it shows up a lot but I will say one thing like even if you have 
the most extensive vocabulary. There will be moments in your life where you cannot articulate yourself anyway. Is it? Because of your emotions. Yeah. So it doesn't matter whether you're educated with that, you know, and gifted with a uh, extensive vocabulary. Mm-hmm. You know, you might you might find yourself in a moment of complete um, anguish where you cannot mm. articulate how you're feeling, and then you might, yeah, lash out in a different way. Mm. That's that's really interesting because what I also realise is that the next day, when, when the next day when you calm down, you think I should have said this. I should have said that mm. all that kind of thing and then you look at it and you're like why did I say that and and then it, when I was thinking I was thinking so I heard someone on YouTube one of the motivational says when you get angry there's a chemical reaction that happens in your brain that actually suppresses the kind of logical Mm. So your logical thinking yeah logical thinking what was it called? i can't remember, remember what he i can't remember what he called but he said this was actually like a biological fact mm. that mm. so it's not good to get angry mm. because it suppresses everything that helps you function sensible right and then you just act on 100 percent emotions and then you just if you're violent you're just gonna like Gingus calm <laughs> the place right. kind of thing if you see what I mean mm-hmm. and, and that was very 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 enlightening for me that is weird but it makes sense yeah I, I if I if, if I remembered it's one of those big words um, if I remembered I would happily tell you <laughs> I would happily tell you but um, sadly I don't What what's the impact you want to have in the world um I honestly just think trying to make people understand each other. Okay. Pretty simple. Yeah. That's, yeah I don't have gra- do I don't have dream dreams of grandeur. I'm a, a realist and a simplest. Yeah. Yeah. I hear. You. I hear you. that. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. If you could do it all again, would you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But. And the only last questions, you've been a great guest. You need a degree. And what's the lower qualifications you need? Psychology. That's psychology, A-levels. Yeah. Degree or... And honestly, just work experience. I don't actually think you need to go the full route. You don't need to become a doctor or nothing like that. Work experience is the most important thing. If you've got it, you've got it. If you have empathy for people, then you're perfect. And work experience-wise, you're obviously talking to corporate companies. and Anyone that you can get involved with. But corporate is a good place to start because they do need a lot of help in terms of... They have, you know, mass numbers of employees and it's global and they will need extra hands. Whereas with smaller companies and more niche... Um, situations like you know they won't need that many okay so you must do a lot of flying around the world did <laughs> pre-covid oh yeah 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 yeah. but when when everything gets sorted out you'll be back on it maybe hopefully okay that's interesting oh you're a globe chopper yeah, so i suppose that's an added perk to the job yeah <laughs> but it takes you to some strange places oh is it mm. what strange places around the world or the strange people strange people actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
That's interesting, that's interesting. But thanks a lot for that, Sally. My Much appreciated. Pleasure. And, uh, we, and uh, um, we wish you well on your future endeavours. Thank you. We hope you liked that Taxi Chronicles interview. Don't forget to share and subscribe to get the latest episode. Ever considered investing in a continent with the fastest growing economies and population on Earth? The same continent that holds 30% of the world's known natural resources. Listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you hear real investors with real stories from around the world share their experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am British Standard Time.